0: hey hi hey.
1: how, are, how you? are you good how are you
0: so what a day already what a night yeah. what a day things are nuts but how's everybody
2: good good
0: um, so you guys haven't <laughs> met really maybe like on slack but like
2: yeah in, yeah. The,
0: face, in the face i don't it's not real. in the flesh it's in the in face, the flesh, it's in the face. <laughs> so this Hello. is matt we used to work together and now we work together we still work We known each other since uh west virginia university
1: that's great
0: no. and he worked at the da did you know have a time.
1: lot of um uh class opportunities together or were you just about we, I mean, Kelly and I actually never had class together, but we, we worked together at the Daily Athenaeum, and uh,
2: she was my boss. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she, was an, she was actually a pretty good boss, except for that one time she sent me up on <laughs> an airplane.
0: Oh, and- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've heard that story. <laughs> I don't know. We, we he that... Right. Yeah, uh,
1: I, I, I watch intermittently. And I I lost some of those details, so you can tell it if you want. To.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not gonna tell it. No, it was great. It was a great experience. And
0: yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a great
2: experience. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So we've known each other quite a while.
0: Yeah. A long, a long time. Yeah. 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 So Jacob's been helping us since last year. Um, it's funny when you have a remote team how. People pass each other in Slack and talk in Slack, but, you know, one positive of this whole thing with the pandemic is that now everybody's seeing everyone's faces all the time, all day long.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I started, I think, in November, was it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: Where are you at, Jacob? Where are you you based out of?
1: I'm in Morgantown.
2: Oh, you're in Morgantown. Okay. Very cool.
1: I'm also in AmeriCorps Vista, so... It's been an interesting experience because I bounce a lot of my ideas uh, between the two roles, Yeah, a lot of my skills.
0: There's a lot of crossover too, just because most of what we're doing is coronavirus, COVID, <laughs> and all of what you do is, <laughs> I mean, like probably what, 90 per, 90% yeah. of what you do is related to that too.
1: I'm actually an AmeriCorps VISTA at uh, WVU Sociology Anthropology Department, and I was hired to look at cancer disparity data. But... I had the opportunity to kind of take a break from that and look at coronavirus data. So everything that I do is just combing through data, looking at uh, different visualizations. And um, one interesting result of that is that I actually got an article published in the Journal of World Health. Yeah, it's totally taken a different path than what I expected. But it's a good experience because as a VISTA, you're kind of told to expect that it's feast or famine. So
0: We lost him. I know. <laughs> we lost him.
1: There he is.
0: Are you back? Are you back? Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So what he's been doing. Yeah. So every, all of Jacob's stuff has changed.
1: But it's it's been a good adaption uh to to try out. I'm gonna to try to publish again. So I'm working on an article as we speak on mobility data and um what major transportation uh modes contributed to the spread. So that'll be fun.
0: Now this is interesting, Matt. <laughs> this is interesting. So yeah. We And we talk about this a lot, you know, just for me, it's interesting. He's doing it for work, but just like watching the spread of coronavirus along interstates.
2: Oh, absolutely. So
0: I have so I have a theory. I'm not going to bring you into this, Jacob, but but I have a theory that it's uh, truck stops and prostitutes.
2: Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
0: Um, and there's evidence like so what what were you okay so what were you telling me from like the past with like past outbreaks and things it's actually traveled that way
1: yeah so um we know that when it came to the um several AIDS epidemics they tended to travel along major roadways um most famously in Africa the uh roadway became known as the Kinshasa highway but it wasn't an official highway it was actually just a, a network of informal trading and uh, commercial trucking routes. And um, research showed over time that it was really the kind of clandestine activities of truckers going into urban or from urban areas into rural areas and their interactions with people in the community that spread the virus. And, and looking at COVID, um, there are several areas that are in quite remote areas, but they tend to kind of track along um, interstates and they're away from urban, uh, urbanized areas on their either terminal. So um, there's this path of transmission in a r- rural area, and it's away from you know a major source of population density. So it kind of implicates a similar uh, question.
0: It is interesting too, just to see this the spread like in the I don't know what they're called the charts or the not, or the maps, and just like watching over time and how it how you can see more and more cases near the highways, and it is really interesting. I want um, to do more with this, you know. I would love to have Nicola do more with this, with illustrations and just like, I don't know, you know me. I'm all about this too, but, <laughs> but that was that's really interesting. He's got a. Um, do you have a, uh, like a video or like a, like a GIF that shows that?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Um. So, former research and literature has been that interested in looking at the first case. So that's how they estimate arrival uh, when it came to H1N1 pandemic in China. But there are problems with that, uh, applying that to to this case because of the lags in testing availability. So I have a choropleth map animation that looks at the first date that each county reached a certain prevalence level. So every county as of a fixed date had a prevalence rate of say three cases per 100,000. If we can show that they reached that prevalence rate Around the same time in the same interval, within a, a, a given area along an interstate or a highway, it shows that you know it implicates road travel as a um, a source of exposure. So it's a different approach. We'll see if it works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The end
2: the, yeah. Story, the
1: story that I found really interesting this week
2: was the one about the uh, the Georgia Tech uh, fans wearing masks in 1918. Did you see that story?
1: Yeah, uh,
2: that uh, was a very. That was a very cool. the the grand The great grandfather took pictures, and he had pictures on his wall of the fans wearing masks at the game at the Georgia Tech game. It was really football <laughs>
0: back hundred. I thought that was really.
2: I was like, well, we've come a long way in hundred years.
0: <laughs> That's going to be twenty twenty. Right, right
2: back to where it was again at the football game. That's amazing.
0: Uh, so see, this is why I want to steal Jacob. And I, I want him to help do more of his visualizations and, Absolutely. like, I say, grab more of his time <laughs> to do, you know, cool visualizations of all this stuff. It's really cool. And just the buzz. We did something cool but, um, you know, this was happening, you know, the, the Lent thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And. <laughs> Everything that comes out of Jacob's mouth sounds so good. And then the way I I call everything a thing or, you know, that stuff. (laughs) But I think one thing that would be interesting would be just um, trying to pinpoint hotspots based on conversations on social media. You know Mm -hmm. how we did that with Lent? So Mm -hmm. Lent, it was pulling in conversations to see what are people giving up for Lent based on their Twitter conversations. So I think it would be interesting to look at conversations on Twitter and outbreaks like you might, people might be saying, damn, I got the Rona, you know, like they might, <laughs> yeah. they might be saying that. And so like, it would be really interesting to put in phrases and see where are people talking about it the most.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: I'll have to do that.
1: Contrary yeah. Like a heat map. A heat I mean, map. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A
0: heat yeah, map. I think that would be interesting. Would I mean, really, good. a lot of these social media companies should be putting that information out. I think. Why aren't they?
2: There's some talk about.
0: Too much uh, work.
1: I'd like to do it though.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. And then then we'll have Nicola make something cute, (laughs) you know, that's like, you know, we're like, oh by the way, there's gonna be an outbreak here, but look at this cute picture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we don't scare people too much.
2: Kelly wants to take more time, uh, more of your time. What are you doing with the rest of your time now, Jacob? What are you doing now?
0: So
1: as an AmeriCorps VISTA, um, we don't have set hours um, in like a traditional nine to five sense, but um, because I'm in a unique position being at an academic department, I do kind of have set hours. So uh, 40 hours a week, I'm working on, um, well, technically my original goal is to make a dashboard for that. Uh, cancer data that I mentioned, but I haven't really touched that in several weeks, I but um, I do spend most of my time working on, on things for Vista, um, but I'm also an English teacher for an online uh, learning platform, so wow. uh, she is um, right on target with kind of figuring out ways to, for me to carve out more time because it's very, very uh, divided right now, but that's a good thing. I like staying active. Are people bad at English these days?
0: no no oh china. Yeah. <laughs> he's hoping it's like english is the second language oh it's
2: english oh yeah. see so they're so they're really they're it's not their primary language okay yeah and have
0: it you is. heard it's so cute yeah have you heard
2: yeah. of vip kid uh maybe yeah i don't know or... off my head i have a it's... couple friends that are teaching on english in china but they're actually in china teaching so
1: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like she said, I think uh, the youngest I have is five and the oldest I have is 13. Oh, um, cool. yeah, it's a nice platform.
0: Yeah, I love anything online and I have since the 90s I think. We uh, remember when we built along with Eric 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 Guears. remember uh, we built the first uh, one of the first West Virginia University websites, which was for the DA.
2: Yeah,
0: and sure. everyone was like what are you doing and you know we were putting <laughs> these like really I mean it looked it probably looked like bad compared to now but oh, you know bad. it was yeah. just bad. and it had to be de- built on dial-up we only had one computer in the newsroom connected to the internet and it was one of like the very few buildings on campus that actually had internet access
2: right back wow. then that's right that's right yeah
0: so you had to sit at a specific desk to work on the computer and I remember Eric just sat there and he was like building the website for the DA. I
2: forgot about those days.
0: Yeah. Now Eric is like <laughs> head of Rodale or something. Is he really? Wow. <laughs> One of the heads of, of like Rodale. Yeah. Wow. And like all these online magazines and things. And
2: well, lots of great alums right. for the DA, you know? Lots of
0: Yeah. Yeah, we were really fortunate to work with a like I mean, a great group of people there.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that was like really one of our first work that was my first journalism experience was at the Waters. DA. Alan Waters. Yeah. Of it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I went into the DA, I got that job just because I was like, oh, I'm gonna write, you know, fluffy pieces <laughs> about this new thing people were doing called meditation and yoga. It was like kind of a thing. Sort of. Not really. I thought, oh, it's going to be nice. I'm going to write these fluffy stories. And then I got in there and I was in the psychology program and I was and then I was really becoming interested in like the criminal mind. So I was like, I started out doing politics and created a scandal. Like one of my very first stories created a scandal between like the governor of New Jersey, governor of West Virginia and some other governors. And then I got to interview them. I didn't even know what I was doing at that time. Do you remember that, how I was creating scandals and I didn't even know what I was like, doing, that I was doing it.
2: She was just stumbling around the dark.
0: I've always been like stumbled into these huge situations where it's like national news and it's like my the second story I've ever written. And so I was like, well, we won't get into details, but <laughs> so then I was into politics, but then I really got into this like, oh, the criminal mind and crime. And then started getting into like crime reporting and investigative journalism and gang violence and almost getting hit with a baseball bat and getting my tires slashed and my car spray painted.
2: And then there were certain property owners, certain landlords. Remember those cases where the students died? And just oh awful yeah, things. remember that yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hazing,
0: the bars, uh, the yeah,
2: the hazing. Oh
0: literally like i had teacher teaching assistants because like they were involved with different organizations we were covering there because like i went hard and i was the editor i i don't really go soft on anything and so like i went hard on the hazing you remember that (laughs) the whole paper is dedicated to hazing now everyone and so like And so, like, I literally had threats from like people in the organ, the sororities, who were like even teaching assistants at WVU, being like, "You leave campus, you're dead." (laughs) They're like, like, (laughs) I would come out from the DA, and I like my tires would be flat, or I'd be spray painted on my car or something like that. But anyway, and then I ended up in Pittsburgh covering the gang Mm -hmm. violence, and then that's how I ended up at USA Today, covering. Awful things again, but what's my point? <laughs> what's the point of the story? <laughs> I think because we just had a call with a journalist in Puerto Rico. Oh, so yeah, like, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's why I'm stuck on this thing. Yeah, we just yeah, got yeah. off the phone or yeah. off of a Zoom with someone, you know, in broadcast journalism in Puerto Rico. So yeah. I think that's why I'm on this kick. But that's how Matt and I met. Right. Great. And the DA was like awesome back then. Awesome. Yes. And we were winning awards.
2: Incredible. Incredible.
0: We won awards along with like other newspapers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like for our reporting. It was, we it was made, like an interesting
2: time. We made the local paper kind of look kind of bad. Mm.
0: <laughs> we made all of them look kind of bad because we were sitting <laughs> paper and we were beating them on the newspaper yes. association awards. Yes. yes. Wow.
1: What about you, Matt? How did you end up in uh, reporting and journalism like,
0: I
2: started writing these mysterious columns signed by the pseudoname of Mr. X and Kelly and the gang started publishing them <laughs> and, Why? Why? <laughs> and so I, I just I don't know I, I thought I was going to be a lawyer for like a long time I, was, I woke up one day my senior year and I was like I don't want to be a lawyer I don't want to be a lawyer for And so I was looking around and I was was an avid reader of the newspaper. Mike Royko was a a well-known columnist when I was a child. And I used to read his column like every time it came out. And I was really young when I was reading the paper. So I always loved the news and loved to know what was going on. And just didn't realize it, just didn't realize what I was really meant to do, I guess. You know, sometimes it takes a little while to stumble into what you're supposed to do. So uh, that's how I got into journalism and uh, been kind of in it still. I'm still in it, really. I don't name my employer here, but yeah, I'm still in it.
0: See, I'm almost <laughs> trying to send <laughs> people away from what they're doing. I'm like, yeah. I know you want to help us, but I know you have a job. You know you want to help us. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> so, but yeah. You it's- your
0: expertise and guidance, you know. Yep.
2: Covered a lot of different awful, horrible things. Covered some very good, positive things, you know. Um, so I've, I've enjoyed doing different things. Uh, met, going to the White House with Kelly's organization a few years ago, and covered the president at the White House in the East Room. Which was cool.
0: We were the first blog to get White House credentials, other than that scandal blog that like. Again, or whatever happened, and they got thrown out. But we actually got official official credentials. Mm -hmm. That was cool.
2: It was cool. Yeah, covered
0: the presidential campaign, traveled around with the GOP, but also covered the White House. That was when Obama was in in there. But we, you know, because we were not biased, we covered both sides.
2: You covered it all, Kelly. (laughs) Covered
0: both sides and uh, on top and on the bottom. On the
2: all the lurid detail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. And like, what kind of mascara are you wearing? What <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> down to that, <laughs> all the way down to like, what did you have for lunch? Like, that we'd be doing it, yeah. and I'd be like, what kind of ice cream was it?
2: <laughs> yeah. What was that breakfast that you ate this morning? Please tell me.
0: Yeah. How much coffee do you drink in a day? I mean, how many ounces?
2: (laughs) It was so. It was wild. wild.
0: Uh, guess what? Next meeting is happening now.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yes, and I actually have to run to.
0: Yeah. This was fun. See, this was like a quick coffee and tea break. (laughs) Perfect.
2: There's the flag. British team.
0: We're going to have to do those visualizations now. See, this was also like a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: It was nice chatting with you, Jake. It was nice to meet you. Nice to talk. Bye, guys. (laughs)